Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. 907, I'm Michelle Martin. Good morning, it's Friday. Asia Pacific stocks are rallying this morning following another night of records on Wall Street. Tokyo and Seoul are both up more than 1%. Sydney is not far behind. Investors this morning will also have their eyes on Hong Kong, where the much-awaited IPO of Quasho Technology is set to take place in less than half an hour. Joining me now to break down all the market action is Ryan Huang. Good morning, Ryan. Happy Friday, everyone. How have you been? Recovered from, you know, your big trip and then coming back to work? <laughs> yeah, it's always a bit tough coming back after a break, but I think I am back into the groove. All into righty. the weekend groove now. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. The S&P 500 and Nasdaq rose to new all-time highs overnight. Small caps jumped as well. U.S. shares extended their rally into a fourth straight session on the back of some solid corporate earnings, as well as optimism that Washington will pass a new fiscal stimulus package. So Ryan, let's take a look at a few of the companies that are doing well and some that are not, starting with Netflix. Its shares rose on the back of news that it is hiking prices in Japan. I certainly hope they don't do the same here in Singapore. Asia is Netflix's second fastest growing region. So Ryan, what is the latest news? Yeah, fingers crossed uh, Mm. prices don't rise here, but it is rising for Japan. And Japan, of course, one of its major markets in Asia and that is alongside Korea. So prices there will rise by around 13%. And off the back of that announcement, Netflix shares were up 3.7%, as much as 3.7%. So on the prospect of increasing profit margins, it is getting a bit of a boost in terms of its stock price. And just to give you a bit of an idea how much it costs in Japan, mm-hmm. the prices there will rise by about a dollar to around $9.40 US. And for the standard tier, so that was the basic tier, standard tier will rise by around one fifty to 14 US dollars. So that is the type of price increase that Netflix users in Japan will see. Meanwhile, still on the theme of companies that are doing well, shares of PayPal jumped more than 7% overnight. eBay rose 5%. Both companies reported results that blew away Wall Street expectations. And another company doing well, so well in fact it cannot keep up with new orders, is exercise equipment maker Peloton. Peloton expects to gross more than $4 billion US dollars this year, but its shares are down nearly 8% in after-hours trade. Ryan, what is going on here? Uh, that is a bit of a happy problem, right? You can't keep up with the demand for your product, but it is getting slammed on its stock price because a lot of it was priced in. Uh. So now it can't meet expectations. And what is going to happen is Peloton is going to invest big time into solving that problem. It's going to put in more than $100 million in air and ocean delivery over the next six months to help address this. So in the short term, investment will go up. So that's going to affect the Bottom line, and I think that is why investors not too happy with, I guess, the lofty expectations they put in much earlier. Yep. Peloton just can't keep up with a backlog of new orders that have come in during the pandemic. In fact, the company's CEO, John Foley, is promising to sort out the wait time for those delayed orders. Let's segue now to another company that is struggling, but for a very different reason, and that is automaker Ford. Ford lost more than one billion US dollars last year. What's the story there? Yeah, so this is a story around change and Mm. 
what it is dealing with is huge restructuring, a costly recall, and a decline in the value of its investments, especially its pension fund. So this all-in is a confluence of factors just weighing on Ford Motors. But the bright side, if we want to take away anything, is it says it is generating strong cash flow and it is going all-in on electric vehicles. So it's going to be spending at least $22 billion developing them um, until... 2025. So that is pretty much nearly double what it previously announced. So it's spending big time as well in EVs, but it's going to take some time for it to turn around. And I think um, investors are also a bit wary around the various issues, the legacy issues that Ford is trying to get out of. Ford predicting a return to normal profits in the year ahead. Its shares are up 1% in after-hours trade. I want to bring the discussion to Asia now, where one of the biggest IPOs of the year is taking place this morning in Hong Kong. I'm talking about TikTok competitor Kuesho. Ryan, the stock is massively oversubscribed, and if the grey market is to be believed, its shares should surge when trading begins in about 20 minutes. Yeah, this is the one people are watching out for for many weeks. And it is a bit of a story in terms of how it is reflective of various trends. So you've got Kwaisho is a rival of TikTok. And this shows the story behind how these video apps are just taking the world by storm. And this is backed by Tencent. And this is going to be a big one to watch out for because like you talked about oversubscribed, in fact, in grey market trading, it was up by as much as 181%. And that is just before the IPO later today. So if it stays that way, you can expect prices to really have a day one pop. And you are looking at it, if it stays that way, mm-hmm. it will be the second biggest or best debut for an IPO over $1 billion in Hong Kong and on record. So wow. a lot of lofty expectations for Kwai Show, then that may... I guess, materialize. And this, if people are not familiar with Kwaisho, is not just a short video app. It's also trying to branch into e-commerce. And a lot of revenue comes in from people buying things to reward their favorite content providers or content creators on their various channels. And the thing is, if I look at the numbers, mm. revenue is really rocketing up. It's up 49% year on year for the nine months and that September. But like many startups, it is still losing money. And this is to the tune of around 7.2 billion yuan because marketing is eating up the expenses. So that is yeah. the story behind Kwaisho. I if think it's a great idea to send, to send content creators gifts. Don't you think that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you like Michelle enough, send her something. Send me some tarts. More than one in five Hong Kongers applied for shares in the IPO. Just to give you some perspective of how it's being received in Hong Kong, Kuei Show, 1,200 times oversubscribed and interest in the Chinese video service operator also underscores the enormous appetite that investors in Hong Kong still have for new listings. Ryan, as we continue our look at popular stocks this morning, I want to talk about GameStop. It fell another 40% yesterday to about 50 53 US dollars a share. US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is vowing to probe the market mania. Meanwhile, the man who helped start the craze, Keith Gill, better known as Roaring Kitty, you can watch him live stream his charts and his approach to trading on YouTube. Quite entertaining. Uh, Roaring Kitty is taking a step back from social media as regulators investigate whether he may have broken any laws. Members of Congress may also call him in to testify. There is now a 
sense that while early backers of GameStop, like Gil, did very well, their devotees did not, right? Yeah, so it's a case of who's holding the bag at the end of the day, right? It's like a bit of a hot potato being passed on, who's going to be the last one at the end of the line. And the issue here is how U.S. regulators are starting to clamp down on how all this unfolded. So they are really studying who posted what, was there any sign of market manipulation. Mm -hmm. And of course, Keith Gill was one of the first ones to really push up this stock. So it is a bit of a, well, unfair practice if you bought the stock and then talked it up subsequently. So that is definitely something they'll be looking into. Um, Also, I think what's worth noting is GameStop Mm -hmm. is now down... 80% 80% for the week and AMC Entertainment also down 21%. So as the investigators or regulators study this, there is this sense that, hey, maybe um, you could see more regulation clamping down on retail investors. So that is one of the reasons you might be um, having to account for this drop in their share prices Mm. as well. Well, I hope they also look at the easing, uh, well, the broker restrictions that push down the prices. Uh, Back to Roaring Kitty, that YouTuber. He hasn't posted a YouTube video since January 22nd. And on Reddit yesterday, he said he would back off his daily updates of his GameStop trading position for now. But we do know, meanwhile, that some of the biggest winners from the GameStop rally were, surprise, surprise, a Morgan Stanley mutual fund and the hedge fund, Send Invest management. How ironic, right? One of America's biggest sporting events, the Super Bowl, takes place over the weekend. It happens Monday morning, Singapore time. It's so much more than a sporting match. It really is an opportunity to gauge which companies are in and which are out based on who is buying TV ads. You see, a 30-second ad spot at the Super Bowl costs more than $5 million US dollars, and companies can get very creative with their commercials. This year, some familiar ones, Coke and Pepsi, have declined to buy ad time. Instead, Viewers are going to see a growing list of up-and-coming businesses that have benefited from the stay-home trend. Fill us in, Ryan. Yeah, so this is another event that really reflects how things are changing. A new list of companies some might not have heard of before uh, are now advertising at a Super Bowl because they have done so well in 2020. And just to run you through some of the names, uh, you've heard of this one, Robin Hood. Of course, this is the app that is... Well, pretty much helping many retail traders get on the bandwagon. And you've got freelance worker platform Fiverr. And this is an interesting one because this has been one of those uh, companies that has allowed or allows you to hire someone for as low as $5 or whatever sum you want to pay them to do various tasks. Uh, you've got online delivery food, uh, platform DoorDash, of course, this is the story behind how people have been staying at home, ordering more online. Uh, And you've got employment website Indeed with the jobs market in turmoil, in flux. That has been one of the more hotter uh, companies. And also DraftKings, an online betting website with people staying at home, less to do. Many of them have not turned the stock markets, but to the yeah. gambling scene. And that has really helped the fortunes of DraftKings. Uh, I think there's a long list and stay tuned to see what interesting <laughs> ads you'll see at a Super Bowl. Yeah, so Fiverr, DoorDash, Robinhood, Vroom. That is such a big switch from the beer and soda and the car makers that usually advertise during the mega sporting event that is the Super Bowl. Let's check in on local stocks right now. The SDI dropped three quarters of a percent yesterday. 
in line with other Asian markets to 29.05. How's it doing this morning, Ryan? And is the SDI finding support at the 2900 level? Okay, we had a bit of a speed bump yesterday for the STI. And looking at the opening numbers, it is just modestly higher by 0.1% at 2,908. And some of these stocks worth watching out for, I think Taibev will be at the top of the list. And that is because this morning they filed with the SGX that they will be selling a 20% stake in his beer business. And we didn't get the disclosure of how much we are hoping to raise, but recent reports indicate that they are looking to raise over $1 billion. So looking at Thai beverages stock price right now, we have it in the green by 3%. It's now trading at around 82 cents. And of course, IFAS will be releasing its results today. Mm. And if you look at IFAS, that is extending yesterday's gains. It's now up by 1.7%. IFAS yesterday was up 5.9%. So rebounding yesterday from a drop of 9.4% on Wednesday. And if you look at what's going on elsewhere, uh, we've got Yuma Strategic. That is, that's going to be one interesting stock to watch out for because of its exposure to Myanmar. And it makes almost all its revenue with things like its KFC franchise in Yoma. Right now, it is flat at $0.20. Cents. Yesterday, it was down by around 2.4% and the four down 25%. And looking at one more stock, of course, SIA made a earnings update with its third quarter results. It was a loss of $142 million. So that is now with its stock price reacting down 0.96% at $4.13. So that is a picture for the STI this morning. Thanks very much. He's Ryan Huang. I'm Michelle Martin. Stay with us here on Your Money. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.